When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Hello everybody and welcome to Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? A millennial's guide, TV guide tour of 80s action television with me, your in-house, homemade bespoke millennial. And your mass-produced uh, Gen Xer. Late, on. mid-70s uh, factory defect, uh, <laughs> drunk union worker, uh, not forgot to do the rust undercoating, falling the fuck apart, Gen X or Aaron. Yes, that's me. <laughs> when did things start being bespoke? I feel like I never said the word bespoke once in my life until like five years ago. Some some tailor decided that he wanted to get four times the going rate for sewing pants. <laughs> uh, whispered into the wind, bespoke, and that's that's yeah. why it was. It's a it's a spell. It's a it's a magic spell. Yeah, absolutely. So today we're revisiting. We're in our first revisit. We've watched all the pilots, and now we're going back to watch the consensus best episode according to IMDb, and we're revisiting the Dukes. Is it Dukes of Hazard or the Dukes of Hazard? I believe it's the Dukes of Hazard. The Dukes of Hazard, season four, episode twenty-three, A Bad Day in Hazard County. Uh, what's what's your hot take on this one, Aaron? What'd you think? I mean, it's more the same. If you wanted more, like you could, you tell if it had been a day, a month, a year, a lifetime since the last time the Duke boys had been on your screen. Nope, these things are evergreen. <laughs> like this ep, nothing, literally nothing happens in this episode. Uh, <laughs> but the Duke boys wasting time at the Boar's Nest, and it still managed to be extraordinarily entertaining. I. I really do think I, you can definitely tell by the end of the fourth season that this has really truly become an ensemble cast where like they're comfortable letting Boss Hog and Roscoe just just be fools for five, five, ten minutes of stretch and just know the audience is going to think it's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, and yeah, you got the you got the the Boss Hog Uncle Jesse team up the old Ridge Ridge running. Mm-hmm. Ridge Run and Booze Runners. Uh, I, I, yeah, I loved it. What'd you think? I was a little surprised that this is considered the best episode. <laughs> because like <laughs> you said, I actually kind of like the pilot more. And we kind of, we decided to kind of snake draft and start the second half of season two of Why Is Mr. Feeney a Car with, uh, with the rewatch that we think would have the least growth and end with the rewatch that would maybe have the best growth. Mm-hmm. And I think we made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, it's 
It's like, uh, I don't know, you're cooking a grilled cheese sandwich and you just flip it over and cook the other side. That's mm-hmm. what this episode was. Um, the Did Duke you like that scene- Big Mac? Here's another Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is indistinguishable get- from the other Big Mac. You get two for six dollars. Enjoy them both. Um, the the Duke boy, the Duke clan with a C, um, mm-hmm. seem to be a lot more friendly with Boss Hog and um, and the cops and stuff. And and the Flander Flandersization is uh, very very strong at this point. Very cartoonish. Um, but it was yeah, like you said, it's it's more more Duke boys. Yeah, the flannerization, especially with like uh, Boss Hog and Roscoe, and they you weren't kidding they... about Roscoe. He has he... developed some serious PTSD. Yeah, like yeah, he gets like like in the fir- in the pilot, he get lets out like a cuckoo when he gets like super excited. Here's just like a constant like <laughs> yeah, like like the idol of an engine it's that's but i just love it i love it i love how they've got like i feel like every season they pin his hat a little bit further back on its head so it's even more precariously perched on his wig <laughs> i love the gag of boss hog just fucking like it's like the airplane gag of the guy like oh i picked the wrong day to give up sniffing glue <clears throat> like boss hog just progressively eating these ever richer candies because he's, he's yes. stressed out yes um his eating disorder is severe <laughs> Uh, Uncle Jesse mixing it up with some of the goons. Uh, got some 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 high quality jumps. I do, I do, well, I did, I did wonder. We have jumps, huh? We have jumps. I think we might have some RC, some of those aforementioned RC cards. Oh, jumps. I don't, I don't think they got there this early in, but uh, yeah. Actually, this know, is they, my. My favorite part of the episode is coming up on the stream right now, and again, you can watch us um, kind of run it back in the the video back as we record on Twitch uh, slash blue underscore J underscore streams. Did you notice that um, in the opening credit sequence, most of the the shots come from the pilot, but they have spliced some non-pilot shots into the opening credit sequence there are there are a few yeah like this one here after they shoot the bow and arrow the exploding outhouse (laughs) 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 it kind of makes it seem like they exploded it with a bow and arrow (laughs) they probably i mean who's to say they didn't you know (laughs) the outhouse had it coming is having a dangerous outgassing and it uh-huh. threatened all of Hazard County and the boys had to, in a controlled demolition, <laughs> use just the right tips of arrow to <laughs> save the county. Yeah. Um, but you're right. So, I mean, this isn't like, this is, this, this, there's not a huge growth or improvement. Um, but like the, 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 tr- the late season rot hasn't entirely sat in. Like, you know, people are still having fun. This plot yeah, trying wasn't smart, but it also wasn't stupid. Um, ah. and I felt like this is this. this... <laughs> it was kind of stupid. <laughs> but I mean, every like, I, I guess I mean, like, it's not stupid. Like, even the way I see sometimes Star Trek Picard today be stupid. Like, so, like, you know, there are things 
wow. made sense and they connected together and there was uh and also this show is a, this also the show is super comedic it's like a lot of things that you would want to get down on it it's like doesn't care because it's just a comedy you know at the end oh, of the day yeah. uh things are very broad and very easy to follow but like i think it's i don't know it succeeds a lot on charm and heart right kind of like mash Mash with a lot more, a lot less mobile army, surgical hospital, a lot more corn. Wow. Corn being, of course, Cletus, other guy, rednecks, and. uh, (laughs) They got the whole set, man. They They got Roscoe, they got Enos, they got Cletus, they got Cooter. That's the Mm -hmm. four hillbillies of the apocalypse, I think, right there. They will uh, sing, they will pick up their banjos and begin <laughs> to sing the song that unmakes the world. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. When the Antichrist sets foot in the Holy Land. That's, uh, that's from God. Um, yeah, right. Uh, do you think we should get into the, yeah, the I've been, part? I've been stalling for like five minutes, <laughs> okay. man. Let's, like, let's, let's talk, let's talk about this bad day in hazard. So, is is this British guy? Does he show up ever before, or is nope? Nope. He's, would you say he's bespoke? For this episode? He's a bespoke villain for this episode. The Dark Lord of Kentucky Fried Chicken has uh, come forth. Yeah, evil so Colonel f- Sanders. It's so funny to me. They're like, well, we need an evil guy. He's gonna spoiler alert. He's gonna rob a an armored car that's carrying, I think, ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot Correct. of money. A lot of money back in what? the mid eighties, yeah. Um, and there's no, there's gotta be a maximum. Like you see the Brinks truck going down the street, you know. There's gotta be a maximum on that. They like, do you trust any one of those guys to have ten million dollars in their truck? I don't know what I honestly don't know what the most amount of money comes going through a Brinks truck is. It has to be pretty big when they go to casinos and shit, right? Like when they pick up at dispensaries and things. Like I, I, I don't would, know about fifty million, but I would imagine ten million in today's day. Because like they also I, fucking those guys don't fuck around. There's like three dudes. They're all heavily armed. There's gun ports. You know, like that's true. You, they they never do the situation where there's just two guys. They both get out of the truck at the same time. Like this kind of fucking groundhog type bullshit. Uh, I I feel like. They wouldn't do all that fuss if it was just like a hundred k, right? I don't know, man. I feel like if I own the armored truck company, I, I'll send three or four trucks if it's a ten million dollar job. You know, I'll send five trucks. We'll we'll split it up, two million per truck. <laughs> you're running. You're running his armored truck company like uh, Ed Norton ran the Italian <laughs> job. Like, yeah, let's yeah. get uh, let's get let's get five fucking trucks in case Jason yeah. Statham tries to rip us off because yeah. 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 I'd have one of the trucks would just be full of dirty gym socks. Like, <laughs> mm, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, some um, Monopoly money. I've also duffels, duffels full I've, of porno uh, coupons. The the, the the Ocean's Eleven. I've always thought if I was like a Daft Punk style band, and I I went to let's say I go to like Chicago for a concert, I would have three concerts the same night, but the actual band's only at one of them. The other two are decoy concerts with other guys in the costume playing the same music and stuff. Just the audience never knows for sure if they went to an actual Daft Punk 
concert, so they're gonna want to go back two or three times. So it's like more likely. So you, so you, you increase the odds that you <laughs> yeah. actually saw it authentic. Yeah, yeah it'd be like I have a I have a seventy eight percent chance that I saw Daft Punk. It's yeah. kind of, like the firing squad logic, where they have like yes. five guys line up and one of you have a fake bullet, so plausibly none of you are murderers, right? right. You know, <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, that's. A weird tangent, but uh, yeah, so they bring they're like, We need an evil guy for this episode, so of course, he'll be British because he couldn't just be from like a, Yan- a Yankee, <laughs> you know, like just be maximumly. That's like the Ur Yankee, that's the you know, <laughs> back when we we're all rebels, back when we we're all rebels, it was the the, the Ur Yanks from the island, yeah. <laughs> the the Unter Yank. Unter Yank. Yeah, so it's like these kids love their Grand Moff Tarkins. So let's get our mm-hmm. own Grand Moff Tarkin in here. Um, what do they call the opposite of an ice cream suit? Is there such a thing as like a coal suit? Because that's what this guy's <laughs> got. It's just black on black on black. It's literally the Nega, the Nega Colonel. Oh, if you take yeah. the what what the what the current Colonel Sanders wears and you invert everything opposite except for the tie, you leave it black. What uh, is the opposite of a? Of I guess he is wearing a white cream. shirt. He is he's wearing a yes. white shirt. He if he were wearing a black suit, he'd be wearing a coal suit. I think Southern I like style. The, the opposite. Oh, Narl says Mister Licorice. That's good. I was gonna say a salt lick is the opposite of ice cream. Oh, Mister Licorice. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty I think good. that's better. Ice cream suit, licorice suit, yeah. <laughs> uh, and coincidentally, um, this British man and his thugs just accidentally run the Duke boys off the road while they're hauling ass down the country road. Yeah, they were thinking that on the back roads they wouldn't meet anybody, and this is their escape route. So they're timing it precisely because this is a military operation. <laughs> right. And of. They're still doing dress rehearsals. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I have planned this out like with the precision of a military operation. Yeah, which... well, what happens if your guys hit a chuck hole in this gravel road and throw a fucking tie rod or something? What? I, do, you, you, do, you, do you got like a Night Industries 2000 truck that's going to pull over and like fix your shit up? Oh, like, uh, yeah. Bo- I don't know. Bonnie has turned evil. Um, this, you but... know, this, guy, this guy is like uh hour long television 43 minutes with commercial break super villain which yeah. is like not very super or villain no. yeah it's really kind of mid he he looks uh. evil standing next to boss hog i'll grant you that but uh but yeah the precision of a military operation and i've never been in the military but i've known a lot of guys who were in the military <laughs> who would uh i think well, considering how much they bumbled this, then maybe it was an accurate statement. But And, and then they, they go to the bank, and they're, they're saying out loud, like, all right, I think we've got enough pictures of the bank. Now let's practice our escape route. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. saying that out in public with, like, passersby. Right. <laughs> walking what, by. Also, like, if, uh, this is, the, again, the day of, what the fuck are you doing taking reconnaissance photos on the day of? You know? Yeah, yeah. With the precision of a military operation. You will find this military operation to be fully functional. It's a precise, like, uh, the Pat Tillman operation. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> is that too much? No, is that it's, too much? 
Normally, I'm the one making the jokes like that. <laughs> so we get a we get a nice little car chase. Um, we get some green screen, uh, gentle rocking of the car. I, but I don't think they're doing their like voiceover. Like, yeah. did you remember to pick up the dry cleaning? I don't. I don't yeah. think that happens. They've they've replaced it with green. They've replaced it with rear projection. Yeah, <laughs> they just have conversations now. They don't. They don't. Uh, they, it's also less stunt work on the cars. Kind of brilliant, right? But they're um, the Duke boys uh, were foiled by the fact that the goons have guns, which is yeah. They didn't count on that. They're like, damn it, we only have bows and arrows. <laughs> that can explode an outhouse. That we have. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> we have outhouse piercing. Bow and arrows, okay? That's all we got. We got nothing against your snub-nosed 38s. We need, we need to wait for them to fart up their car so we can explode it with our bows and arrows. There's also a really funny thing where the, they're tear-assing through Hazard County, like, clearly being dangerous to pedestrians, and, like, oh, you know, this is, are, on the, yeah. this is on a back lot, and, of course, there's a bunch of extras kind of, like, waltzing out of the way. Mm. They don't seem very perturbed. In fact, they're even waving at the Dupa... And the narrator comes on, the balladeer right. comes on, and it's like, now, you might think this would ruffle feathers, but this ain't nothing for people of Hazard County. Right, This yeah. is nothing out of the ordinary. It's like, they're, the, the show just always tells, tells you that none yeah. of this... Don't worry. <laughs> none of this outlawry is going to hurt anybody or anything, okay? I mean, it is called Hazard County. True. Uh, with a double Z for double the danger. Double the hazard. not talking about... The water hazard. Um, but yeah, some of those pedestrians are about to become a reason why we still have daylight savings time to this day. <laughs> uh, so I thought the balladeer, as you call him, I thought that was Uncle Jesse. No, it's Waylon Jennings. That's another old... Well, Waylon Jennings is a real person, right? Yes, and he's the balladeer. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one of his many, one of his many, many things he's done in life. Uh, okay. No, it's not so, literally. It's not literally Uncle Jesse. No, I thought it was him because later he's the balladeer starts um, narrating he, stuff that Uncle Jesse is doing. I was like, hey, God. <laughs> right, right, and also uh, Jesse does some balladeering of his of his own. He's singing songs of the olden times. You can see why I got confused when when him and JD ran moonshine. Is J- so JD's not Boss Hog though. He is Boss Hog. God damn it. <laughs> right? All right. Did you know also, because like, um, boy, they really do, they do the trappings of the Confederacy. Uh, J.D. Hogg, I looked this up, it stands for Uh-oh. Jefferson Davis Hogg. Oh, jeepers. <laughs> Which is the president of the Confederacy. Yeah. So, like, we, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know. Like I said, listen to the last Duke's uh, Hazard episode. We can fix this. Is this fixable? Well, yeah, can, yeah, it is fixable. We can we can take the we can take the traitor out of the the Dukes. We can do it. It's it's possible. <laughs> we have the technology. One time I was uh, I was driving through rural Australia and this a truck passed by in the passing lane and there's a Confederate flag bumper sticker and it said "Long live Jefferson Davis." And I was just like, ah, oh, fucking hick. And I was like, wait, why? I, where am I? <laughs> I know. That's like that. I feel like anyone internationally that flies a Confederate flag is like super racist. And I already think baseline flying the Confederate flag is super <laughs> racist. 
Well, I'm sorry to our international listenership, but from my experience, also Australians are a little bit racist in general. Really? They'll make it. They'll make a. Uh, well, let's just say they'll make a Washingtonian blush. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we'll leave it at that. Moving on. Where are we, Aaron? Uh, we are at the Boar's Nest, where Thackeray begins his military precise operation by insulting <laughs> the Boar's uh, brew. He says, "What oh, yeah. is this wretched libation?" And Daisy Duke's like, "Oh fuck, this guy's yeah. not gonna tip." Yeah, well, he's British. They don't tip there. <laughs> He'll go on some rant about how employers should pay for their wages. And... True, true. <laughs> which, which is Back accurate. In the crown but... lens. I don't have to worry about <laughs> tipping the wretches. Uh-huh. Um. So, but and then Jesse comes by to pick her up, and it's like, oh, I thought you had car trouble. I had to come pick you up. She's like, I didn't call oh. you. And it turns out the stackery guy. Uh, is able to send sophisticated messages. We'll get all into that. Uh, oh, he summons I Boss Hog. Plot point. He summons what? Boss Hog. It was Hog part by... of his military operation to get to get Jesse here. Yeah, because if if uh, Daisy didn't come home from her lunch crowd, uh, uh, I, I guess Boss Hog's a cheap, the type of cheap guy that uh, has his. Waitresses work split shifts, so like they work the lunch crowd, then they send them home, then they come oh, back for dinner. Yeah. It's like when you didn't come home for the lunch crowd, Uncle Jesse would get suspicious, and he'd be down here anyway. So yeah, this again, military <sighs> precise. He's he's accounted for everything. He's done your re- He's done his research in the Hazard County. Boss Hog saying, "Now, nah, why would anyone research Hazard?" Uh, I thought that no, that was Uncle Jesse that had me rolling. <laughs> um. I love it when they summon, he's like, summon Boss Hog by the predetermined method, and his goon pulls out a pistol and shoots it into the ceiling, and like Mm -hmm. a half second later, Boss Hog comes busting in the room, like, hey, now, now! Not like horrified (laughs) that someone's firing a gun. Yeah, he's just like, come on, there's no target practice in this here here establishment, like, you know, it's like, gunfire's fine, but like, take it outside. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that is pretty funny. I, I guess like, it just feels like this villain was like, we need to, <laughs> I know who the main characters are, so I need to capture them. <laughs> the, the, you know what? That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. The fame, because even in the first scene, he's like, don't you know that orange car is piloted by the famous Duke boys <laughs> who we have a 3 p.m. appointment? <clears throat> well, gee, boss, we didn't know. We just didn't know. I feel like, um, uh, I feel like... Thackeray would fit right in in the Knight Rider universe. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually didn't do a turn over a Knight Rider (laughs) and a team and Airwolf. Yeah, he's the kind of you know he would be a great foil for uh, Miles Devin. Devin, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I can't ever fucking remember Devin's name. This this Thackeray guy would make a great foil for like Devin on Knight Rider. Absolutely. Except Devin would like, kick his ass in. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Devin's way more powerful than this guy. Oh my god! I would love for like an ep- like the season after Garth Knight shows up. You know the I've I've, I've hinted about this. Michael Knight's evil twin brother. Mm-hmm. It would be hilarious if uh uh what would what would the Devin's evil man get Gavin <laughs> Gavin shows up and it's just him with a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> Or Thackeray, it's Thackeray the goatee. I would love that. Uh, 
We needed oh. we needed an evil Devin episode, man. Hey God, have I asked you this question before? So Michael Knight's rival is Michael Knight with a goatee. Yes. But Michael Knight got his face shot off in the pilot. Yes. Is it his literal twin brother? Did his twin brother also get a replacement face? I think this is actually Mr. Knight's real son. Because you'll recall oh, that he fashioned, shit. that was a plot point, he fa- he had plastic surgery to make uh-huh. him look like him younger. All right. So when the actual scion of the Knight Foundation shows, or a family shows up to reclaim, the, you know, Michael sitting there it's on the throne. And it's throne. It's fucking are, Shakespeare, dude. Super. Man, why did we ever stop watching Knight Rider? That, that show I is so much better than any of these shows. We tried. We tried to chase the high. <laughs> yeah, and we did. You just can't ever get it. And honestly, keep watching Knight Rider. You'd, you'd ruin yourself on that too. It's uh, you're just chasing the high, just chasing true. the Michael Knight high. Um. Uh, so, so the um the cops Roscoe. What's his name? Roscoe, Roscoe P. Rooster Feathers. Why'd I get rooster feathers? Did I mix in a restaurant? <laughs> Roscoe's Roosters. <laughs> Zaxby. Yeah. Ros- Roscoe B. Zaxby. I've never been to a Zaxby. I want to go to a Zaxby next time I'm in the Midwest. All right. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, you, it's every, it's TGIF, it's Applebee's, it's... Oh, it's a sit-down restaurant? Isn't it? I thought Zaxby's. I, I thought Zaxby's was essentially just slightly more Southern Applebee's, but I could be wrong. I have no idea. I've, you know what? They don't exist over here. Eeny at baldmove.com. Tell me what I'm missing <laughs> with Zaxby, because oh, I've never actually been in one. I drove past him a couple, couple times. Anyway, this cop is fishing out of his car. He's not even leaving his car to go fishing. And you know what? He catches a nice little trout there. That's, I mean, it's obviously dead. <laughs> but uh, he doesn't do too bad, considering his uh, fishing out of his car with his dog on his lap while eating his sandwich. <laughs> It's yeah, I don't. Going on. I don't know when it happened, but they replace Enos. You know the 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 oldest virgin in Hazard County. Oh, that's um, supposed to be Enos. Yeah, they replaced him with this Cletus Hogg, who is a cousin oh. of Boss Hogg, and it's got there's this kind of like he's obviously inferior to Roscoe, but Roscoe's not blood. Oh, so this like guy. Roscoe, yeah, so Roscoe <laughs> has an inferior complex, and also Flash. <laughs> Roscoe's faithful dog. I don't I'm not introduced in this episode, but I clearly remember, clearly remembered uh, Flash. Yeah, and how much Roscoe Feature. loves her. Plot point. Plot point. Oh even. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, other cop Enos, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the the emergency. No, get- Cletus. 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 Hog. Oh Jesus. I'm okay. <laughs> I've reached my threshold of redneck names. <laughs> <laughs> we just have one uh, more. Cooter. So- God damn. Gotta build up an immunity to it. Cooter. I can't. Cooter. <laughs> I can't. Cooter. Uh, um, he shoves his sandwich in the uh, visor <laughs> and drives off in a hurry. He does. It's, oh, shit. it's funny. It's funny. I like it. Plus, I like the CB humor. Like, you know, the Boss mm-hmm. Hog's like, you guys gotta get back here on the double. In fact, make it a triple because it's a double emergency. And Roscoe's like, quadruple affirmative. And. Yeah, Cletus is just a complete dumbass. Is like ten by four, four by ten, fine by me. This, this, <laughs> this. I, I don't know. I thought this shit's funny. Two by still four still works on me. It's um, it it's fine. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's the type of humor that like, 
I feel like, because I was raised on, like, Venture Brothers, which was making fun of this show, you know? Ah, So it's like, I'm, it, this is the Ur-comedy of the comedy that I grew up on. <laughs> Just like the Ur-Yankee. We'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break. Here's what's new and premium content for our club members. No lunch this week, as I'll be traveling on vacation, but get ready for next week when we have the rare, elusive, dare I say premium lunch with Talitha and Aaron. And while you're waiting for the return of the king, don't forget May is the time to switch your Patreon tiers to make sure you maintain your full benefits by June. Stop by support.ballmove.com to check your Patreon levels to see the new benefits and decide which one is right for you. And finally, tickets are now on sale for Badass Fest 6. Come meet us live and in person, watch a mystery badass film with us, and then hear us record the podcast right there in front of you in a theater packed with Bald Move fans. Get your details and your tickets at baldmove.com slash live. If you want more Bald Move in your life, head over to support.baldmove.com right now to find out how you can get tons of bonus audio and video content plus ad-free feeds. Since the dawn of time, we've been putting clothes on our back that identify us with our people, our group, our tribe. And why Bald Move might be one of the smallest, weirdest tribes out there, transcending all concepts of border, class, culture, and creed, we still have respect for the old ways. At support.baldmove.com, you can get t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more. We have something for every one of our podcasts, or just wear the four pips of the Bald Move logo with pride. Bald Move merch beats running around naked. And they make a great gift for the Bald Move fan in your life. Join our tribe. Head over to support.baldmove.com and click on merch to start shopping. And now we're back with more. Why is Mr. Feeney a car? Oh, so Th- so Thackeray lures them there. Where he reveals that he has been listening to all of their CB conversations oh, for months right. and months, <laughs> and has right. built a library of syllables. And he's essentially, you know, faking their voices to do all these phone calls. This is the big hack. And what the funny thing is, is you listen to Boss Hogg's statement. Uh, it's got perfect inflection for yeah. every one of those. Like, yeah. there's no fuck. They didn't even bother to make it sound like it was chopped up. Mm-hmm. Which, hey, to be boss, fair, are you sure? Should we be doing the reconnaissance today? No, it's on. We're on week forty-eight of listening to Boss Hog and getting the perfect inflection. Yeah, what the fuck phase was that? Was that sub phase negative three ninety-seven? Because like we're only up to phase three at the end of this episode of his plan. Like there was a lot of pre-production in his plan, boss. Man, you've put out a lot of audio content. Has anyone made a Aaron deepfake? Uh, <laughs> I feel like you could probably train that up pretty well. Yeah, no, me and me and Jim have talked about like doing <laughs> that. Oh, just somehow. retiring. <laughs> no, no, or like, yeah, like like doing like having our ad or like have digital avatars read our ads for us. Uh-huh, yeah, you know, something like that. I think it'd be fun. Do the whole podcast. Have them do the whole podcast. You guys just live in the Bahamas. Jim <laughs> would do that in a heartbeat. Actually, here's the secret. Jim hasn't been Jim since the pandemic. <laughs> he's been he's just been a string of shell scripts, PHP, 
and deep fake. That's it. That's what Jim Jim hasn't been. Jim had when we left the studio. Jim left podcasting. No, during the pandemic, you say? Did he also happen to leave his mortal coil? No, 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 no. He's living. A, he's living it up in a villa in Italy. Uh-huh. But, uh... Uh-huh. Oh man. Anyway, anyway, so basically. What is Thackeray does like the OG deep fake and is able to perfectly replicate real good splice job um, to lure to lure the two the seemingly the two cops in all of Hesse County. Um, yeah, again, they're doing they're doing a little little dirt dirt road racing. There's some jumping. There is there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this police department may have defunded themselves by the way that they drive these cars around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're always we talking about another like, sixteen cars on the way over, boss. And uh, yeah, like they—that's the thing. It's like when they pull up into you know they're racing because they're trying to curry boss Hog's favor. They want to be the first to rescue him, right? So they get the whatever. I don't know. Roscoe's the fucking sheriff of the county. I don't know what he's in for this. But uh, they come together and they like. It's kind of a neat stunt. They they uh, skid into each other and smash. And Roscoe's like, you go take this. That's like, dude, I, you destroyed both of those cars on the way over here. Like, any one of those jumps just destroyed your car. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. But it's funny because it's a plot point that, like, the General Lee is banged up this episode. It's one of the few oh, episodes right. where he, like, sustains yeah. body damage. It just hangs around the entire episode. When they get <laughs> put into that tree, it, like, fucks up the front fender, and it's like that the whole yeah. episode. Eventually, one of the showrunners went to the writer's room and was like, all right, you guys got to work in that the cars are fucked up, all right? <laughs> well, I wonder. I wonder how much of this, like, yeah, like, you know what? Shit's just going to be rumpled a little bit because we're yeah, out of yeah. fucking dodges. <laughs> yeah, all right. You can't You can't have another, like, high-functioning car chase. You need right. to work in a little bit of... The president the of CBS up. just came down with a model kit and a remote control, and this is what we're staring down. We need to husband this fleet, okay? Just ride in some flat tires, something, anything, <laughs> buy us right. some time. Can a car run on just rims? Can a car just run on how long? How long? Oh, damn. Yeah, uh, maybe an episode where uh, someone steals the tires off the General Lee, and we gotta, we gotta, uh, yeah, we got some huffies. Uh, we get an episode good... of just everyone stealing the catalytic converters, and uh, none of the cars run. They just have to walk around everywhere. Just gotta walk. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe something about Pokemon Go. They're all out there trying to catch Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get a little bit of good stage fighting here. A lot of like wildly te- telegraphed punches, just six I, inches away. I do love this. So they, so the bo- the the two idiots bust in, and you're right. It's like, but I I love how the, especially the Duke boys, the main Bo and Luke, they sell these hay. I think they sell the haymakers pretty well. It just feels like they put their whole fucking body into it. <laughs> they, they, you you yeah, want to take a punch from this guy? Look at boom! Knocked him over the fucking counter. It's very Duke Wayne. Duke Wayne, the Duke. Oh yeah. Who the hell am I thinking John of? John Wayne, the Duke. I, wa- I wanted so bad to say Bruce. <laughs> like that's that's Bruce not the right. Wayne. That's not the right one. <laughs> you know that guy can throw a punch too. It's been said. Uh, yeah. 
but it reminds me very much of high school drama. Did you know that Eric and I uh, had an onstage sword fight when we both were in Cyrano de Bergerac in high school drama? That's fucking badass. <laughs> you guys stage but, fought. That's, yeah. god damn, that's such a perfect metaphor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was very much the same, like, Big sweeping rushes. I have at you. Oh, you cut my arm. Plus, like Uncle Jesse gets in on the action. He comes rolling in with a size twelves and just flattens oh, this yeah. guy's toe. That's trying to handle uh, Daisy. Uh, I love <laughs> right, love yeah. seeing that. That's the one thing that'll really tilt uh, Uncle Jesse in this episode is any sort of threat to Daisy. But as we all know. Daisy kicks just as much ass as the dude boys. Need to not worry. And I love how he cows the entire, like, they're just like eight rambunctious vigilantes in this bar, and he cows them all with a two-shot 22 <laughs> Dillinger. Derringer? Yeah, Derringer. Like, Derringer, not Dillinger. Derringer. Yeah, it is It is funny. They are defeated once again by their, it would be, I, I would love to be a Bozai. He can't take us all! And just they all <laughs> rush him. <laughs> Bacon's Charge 2.0! Get this hurry achy some bitch. But uh yeah, they're they're thwarted by their lack of gun having yet again. Even the cops. The cops I guess the cops are like, we're on probation like, too. I think they were disarmed as soon as they came into the door, oh, yeah, is what it was. Right. They just had to though why didn't they come in? Their boss says it's a disaster, get here in a double. Why didn't they come in? I guess Boss Hogg is pissed about that later in the episode. But Daisy Duke's not on... in guns drawn, you know? Yeah. Daisy Duke's not on probation. You're telling me she doesn't have a sawed-off under the counter? Go she on. knows kung fu. I think she does. She's like, yeah. <laughs> You're telling me she's like Neo in the Matrix. She, mm-hmm. she knows kung fu. She can bullet-time dodge. She doesn't she, need she no fucking judo-chopped that dude in the pilot, flipped him <laughs> in the next week. That's true. She does have some advanced martial arts training. Yeah. And it's just the leverage she generates from those enormous, those, those extremely long mm. legs. Like it's mm. just, it's the the it's the fulcrum. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna I gotta get horny bonked if we focus too much on Daisy Duke's legs. All right, fair point. Uh, we get a we get another glimpse of the armored truck, which is in no way a repainted ice cream van. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking like late seventies post. Uh, yeah, post, it, yeah, postal totally workers is. vehicle. It totally is. It's it a is, mail it, truck. It is, it is not even close to being an armor truck. But, you know, what are you going to do? It is what it is. You spray paint uh, Tri-County yeah. armored truck service on there, and, and the theater of the mind takes over. They have over. like 14 Dodge Challengers that they're trying to <laughs> desperately stitch back together in, tar- in time for the, the finale. Yeah. All yeah. right. This poor showrunner is like, you want a What? You want a what? You want to jump an armored (laughs) tray? I do. Maybe post office. uh, (laughs) Kevin Costner is working on this postman script or something. Maybe we we can maybe finagle. (laughs) That's the same time period, right? Do you, so you do you not find guys like I find this scene very charming too, where Thacker's like, "All right, you're gonna, I, you know, he doesn't have a tape for this one. He's gonna wing mm-hmm. it." Right. He tells Boss Hog to call up his radio station he owns because he owns everything at Hazard and like patch you through directed to the transmitter. And 
essentially say that there's an Abyssinian fruit fly epidemic and the Department uh-huh. of Agriculture is going to spray the whole town, get out of there because you might die. Yeah. Um, and just the whole Thackeray is like, I want you to be delightful and Boss Hogg's attempts to be delightful I thought was really funny. I love how Boss Hogg like, jumps like he's hit with a live wire every time Thackeray puts his hand on his shoulder or something. Just, it's just like, what a... Just the performance these guys put in of just being like Three Stooges levels buffoons, I think it's super entertaining. Is it like, is it lost on you? Because this is just like, (laughs) it's just slapstick. It's just such broad slapstick. I, um, I wouldn't say I think it's good. (laughs) I think the actors are acting. They're, 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 I mean, it's it's scenery, right? It is vaudeville. It's very vaudevillian. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, cartoonish, and I, I I guess it works in a way, but uh, at a certain point I was like, "What am I doing with my life? <laughs> how, how did I end up here?" Um, I also I just, I get a kick out of Boss Hog going for these constant secret candy drawers full of like Buckeyes yes. and fried chitlins. He's got a whole fucking bureau full of that. Um, I don't know, man. I guess it's, it's boomer humor a little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. You're and you're only one generation removed from the boomers, so you get you get a little bit of bleed over. You know, it's like half of my family sounds like Uncle Jesse. <laughs> like that, I'll be on you, like chicken on a June bug. That's classic, my grandfather. No oh my way, God. really. Yeah. Yeah. Cutting it fine as frog's hair is another thing I've heard. I don't know how many fucking times out of my uncle's mouths. Interesting. Okay. Well, maybe it's also a cultural thing. Maybe this is why I I. You're too much of a you're too much er Yankee. Oh no no no! I'm not a Yankee by any means. But like, I fell in love unironically with Frasier. I fucking love that show. <laughs> yeah, means... these are these are like matter antimatter type entertainment <laughs> combinations. <laughs> Dukes of Hazard might you can be hurt the yourself opposite. Mixing. Of, yeah, like yeah. if you watch Dukes of Hazard and then uh-huh. it's like a diabetic a drinking a milkshake, you're just going to go into a coma. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There needs to be some sort of a uh, an in between. The extreme right north south shock of it. It's like throwing a saltwater uh-huh. fish into a freshwater pond. They're just going to just just die of shock instantly. <clears throat> exactly. Um, they get a they get rowdy again in, <laughs> in the boar's nest. There's a yeah a, an escape attempt, which kind of goes almost well. It goes nowhere ultimately. They had a plan that like there is a I they they reference this guy a few times. I wonder if he showed up in a pilot, but the sheriff of Chickasaw County. Right. Which is the next county over. It's like, you know, if you need real legitimate law enforcement, you got to go over <laughs> Iron Mountain, CBM. Well, I would love to see the episode that focuses on the sheriff of Chicksaw County. That, that's the yeah. like, I, I, I do. I did, too. I wondered, like, is he, like, slightly less corrupt? Is he just, <laughs> like, is he actually supposed to be legitimate law enforcement? Or, I don't know, the Duke boys didn't trust him enough in this circumstance. But, uh, that's true. Zachary's thought of everything. He gets on the CB as Luke's calling for the sheriff. Is like, now you should know that you cannot threat reach Chickasaw Bane? County from this side of Iron Mountain. Batman. 
Batman. <laughs> they expect one person on this side of Iron Mountain, brother. Uh, I know I and and uh, Luke realizes he's beat because Thackeray says, "If you don't get back here in three minutes, right. radio silence." We're gonna you know, fucking, blow Jesse's brains out. We're going to execution style murder your uncle Jesse, which yeah. would get them nowhere. Like military precision of this mm-hmm. operation. If Luke just decides to sacrifice Uncle Jesse right now, yeah. Thatcher is Thatcher, Thacker, that Thatcher, what's his name, Thacker? Thackeray. Thackeray. I was right the first time. Oh my god, um, that is a very British name. Uh, it he's is. screwed. His plan is screwed. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally, totally. But um, you know, family. He's a real. He's a real. Um, That's what I'm saying. If 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 Bo's like. Come on, everybody's only got two shots. He can't kill us right. all. And they all just yeah. rushed him. If uh, Luke says over the CB, fucking kill him. He's old anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just the whole, the whole, his whole $10 million heist plan hinges on spending an unreasonable amount of time in this bar with these eight True. guys. <laughs> well, gonna... so that was, that's a part of it is like he wasn't, because like they're jumped the gun slightly. They weren't supposed to have oh. these dukes in there for hours and hours, but because their guys fucked up and got made. That's the, that's the interesting Military thing. Like what does all happen at three o'clock and the Duke boys literally had like 15 minutes to react. He probably would have gotten away with it, but you should have got more competent muscle, man. It's just a little bit of property crime. Why did the Duke, why are the Duke boys trying to save this $10 million armored truck? Why do they care? Well, I it's think they're going the, to the orphanage. They also figure at some point in this episode that this guy's just going to kill him at the end. I, even though he says the whole time, I'm not going to do that. Like, I, I believe them. I think he probably will kill them. But, like, it's like they have to stop him because if they don't, they'll be liquidated. I, I, I don't know. It's the best I got. I do want to just take a quick moment in chat. Because, Carl yeah, why would the Dukes of Hazard <laughs> give a fuck about the Federal Reserve being robbed? <laughs> We ain't signed no. Well, maybe it was specifically. Well, in boys, the, treaty. the terms of the treaty is we gotta uphold the treasury and all their bills. Goddamn revenueers got us doing the dirty work for us. Well, the Secret Service on our ass. Uh, so uh, Luke turns around and goes back to the. <laughs> literally goes nowhere. Um, kind of feels like filler. Also, it is just so bizarre that these cop cars have. Uh, uh, Confederate flags on their license plates. That is pretty. I was still doing Mississippi, certain oh, counties of Mississippi, Georgia. That's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. To serve and oppress is what it says in cursive above the cursive battle flag of the. What kind uh, of commie Confederacy writing is that? Uh, so we're back at the Boar's Nest, and which one is this? Is this Cletus, Cooter, or Enos? Cooter. 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 Cooter shows up, and he's stymied because he don't have a shooter. I, I find it hard to believe none of these guys. None of these guys are carrying. None of them. The, this is a fictitious county in Georgia called Hazard, spelled with two Z's, where none of these white folks are racist, even though they are all carrying <laughs> Confederate flags and named right. after prominent members of the Confederacy and play Confederate battle hymns. And there's all, yeah, it's, it's, uh, 
Right. It's like a yeah. what if, you know, it's like Marvel's what if. What if <laughs> 80s Georgia. And they're, but... they're, they're all on probation and none of them Everyone violate on probation. None of none them, of have, them yeah. violate the terms of their probations by carrying right. a firearm. Because every family has signed a treaty with the government <laughs> to stop moonshining. You know, the treaty, they, they call it the Treaty of Iron Mountain. The Uncle mm. Sam came and they all bent the knee. Wow. Literally a guy dressed as Uncle Sam. Yeah. Uncle that's Sa- stupid. Uncle Sam built a giant throne out of moonshine jugs that he sent to Vaughn. And they brought Uncle Jesse in chains before him <laughs> made him kneel. <laughs> broke, uh, they broke Jesse and JD right there in a county square. Uh, that's right in front of the statue of Nathan Bedford Forrest. Oh my god, the South will never rise again once they've been brought that low. We're pushing up on the edge of my uh, Game of Thrones and also Civil War history. <laughs> knowledge um now now we waste a little bit more time where the goons demonstrate what great shots they are by shooting some uh beer bottles oh we didn't we so we talked about cooter getting there but like literally why did they bring cooter there is it just in his contract that he's got to be in so many episodes because (laughs) he shows up and oh no he brings in the general lee he's like i saw the general Uh, lee stalled out on the side of the road so i hot wired and dropped it by your house like you think you'd want me to do but then you guys weren't home and like he's these i love it he's in the mid explanation and then he sees these guys the guns draw and he's like and i shouldn't have done this is a bad idea to do all this wasn't it it's i don't know i think it's funny i think it's hilarious It's um, it's fine. It's like uh, it's like a living far side comic. Yeah, and then like yeah, this guy's like, and uh, why don't you plan an escape? I would love to see you try because my men are expert marksmen. Right. But he just missed at least four shots from about ten feet away as Luke ran from the door to the general. That's true. In the previous scene, he totally blew it. Those Duke boys, they're they're greasy, greasy lightning fast, man. They have some sort of a uh, superpower, that's for sure. Like trying to catch grease pigs, I tell you what, them Duke it's like boys. When, the, when they when they agreed to the probation. To not carry guns, they also secretly became immune from guns. Uh, so this is the part. This is like I I love this part of the episode so much. Uh, these clowns. <laughs> Roscoe surmises that they're going to be killed, so he becomes obsessed with coming up with a will for his dog. Oh, and Boss Hog like runs through a drawer full of fried chitlins because he's processing his own death. And this this my favorite line in a whole fucking show. Is Roscoe sitting cradling his dog and he's so happy about bequeathing her everything. And he's like, Flash, I tell you what, I'm gonna leave you everything I got. Coo, coo, coo. And he goes, then he says, he realizes he has nothing and he ends it with the sad coo, coo. I love it. He's like, Flash, I'm gonna leave you everything I got. Coo, coo, coo. But, but I don't got nothing. Coo, coo. It's just, I think that's fucking hilarious. He's got a coo for all seasons. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the the will humor tells a tough sell, but I'm telling you, it slay it slayed me. I had had a lot of fun watching this one. You're making your best pitch, Uh, (laughs) and some of the will humor did land. At one point, he's like, "I can't remember if I left my dog to my mom, or my mom to my dog." I thought that was kind of funny. God, this is like when I honked out of the seventh grade tennis tournament in the first round, and my dad says, "Well, you did your best." This is exactly what it feels like, Jesse. (laughs) 
Wow. Know what it feels like to me? When I totally had to eat crow over the greatest American hero pilot that was complete garbage. That's what this is revenge for greatest American hero. You're resenting spending 43 minutes of your waking time on Earth. I will of, tell of you. Which you have precious little of watching this redneck show. Because you're an Ur-Yank. I am not an Ur-Yank. I I resent that. Um, I am a I am a true Seattle hipster. Um, mm, which that's, that's also exactly. not true. I'm I'm a weirdo Washington <laughs> suburb kid. But uh, <laughs> I I actually I like this more than the Greatest American Hero pilot that I made you watch. So this is mm. still this isn't the worst thing that we've watched. That's it's true. Just like, I'm, not, it's, I'm really interested to see how the Greatest American Hero is going to taste coming up. Yeah, because, me too. Because they might—they actually might have rounded that into an entertaining show. I'm very curious. Because all <laughs> I can like, like, like I just remember just as a kid being like, "What the fuck? This yeah. show? No superhero show? This?" I remember one week ago thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> this is not the Ur superhero. This is the Unter, the Unter superhero, the proto hero, the the primordial hero. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move forward. It's, uh, they have a little conversation because, you know, during a hostage, um, situation, it's good to let all your hostages just kind of sit with their backs turned towards you and have a, a conversation in hushed tones <laughs> while you <laughs> yeah, just got to lazily, and it, actually, the, the hostage takers at some point start drinking too. <laughs> right, yeah. They're, they're starting, it's, it's reverse <laughs> Stockholm syndrome, you know? <laughs> hey, when in the boar's nest, you might as well nest with the boars, you know? <laughs> nest with the boars. <laughs> exactly. And um, Uncle Jesse starts talking about one of his old moonshining stories about how during some shining time, with uh with JD who's also Boss Hog apparently. They ended up at the at the boar's nest and escaped through the secret tunnels that exist there. Like the catacombs of Paris. Of course right. there's a rich and robust system of secret tunnels beneath the boar's nest. Uncle Jesse, were we part of the Underground Railroad? <laughs> well, not exactly. Uh, the, More of a moonshining uh, thing, but you know, we fought the Confederacy. We said so in the pilot. <laughs> it was kind of on a southward uh, route, but yeah, <laughs> you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I got you on that. That's payback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, you know, as an adult, I guess yes, I'm kind of contemplating a just on the background, just for funsy when I've got nothing else to do. Or I'm working my workshop, throwing on the Dukes of Hazard and like doing a full series rewatch. Because I wonder if some of the things I'd appreciate as an adult is the I the irony of like Boss Hog and Uncle Jesse were the Bo and Luke of their air day. Mm. I think that's what I'm starting mm. to understand that they go way back and they used to kind of raise hell. And that's why like because Boss Hog is always like very reluctant to actually put permanent screws to the Duke boys. Right. You know, like he doesn't like it when they interfere, but like he also gets really pissed if anyone else threatens them or if anything were like if they were to get hurt or whatnot. So like I I think that uh, yeah they got some old time beef. I don't I I I don't know if they ever get into it, but like I thought that was kind of cool. Like the idea that. of these old decrepit men 
used to be decrepit, he says. Well, I got I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uncle Jesse is still a vital man. Boss Hog is a ridiculous cartoon. Uh old time beef is actually the Saturday special at the Boar's Nest. Um yeah. <laughs> Can I get some of that JD's old time beef? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right, and I think that's why that's probably why this is the consensus best episode is because um it's the uh, <laughs> it's it's the community rallying around rallying um itself around an outside threat. The, this Ur Yankee from England, yeah, the, pro, the proto Yankee. Yeah. Right, the, the yeah. Yankee from which all Yankees were born comes, uh, and um, and threatens the community, and the community rallies together in the spirit of of protecting, setting aside their minor differences and protecting themselves from this outside threat. It's a lot like the Angry Birds movie. True. I watched this very convincing YouTube video by Sifan Molyneux. I'll link it. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> Joke. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. Uh, it's probably going to be an obscure one. Um. Anyway. Oh. So yeah. I. To your point about Thackeray, it is extremely funny how they have this entire hushed conversation in conspiratorial tones. Immediately afterward, Uncle Jesse rises from the table and says, "All right, I'd like to go in this other room that you're keeping sequestered." <laughs> And talk to my mortal enemy, you know, and Thackeray's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Mm, yeah. Yeah. He's like, truly, it is like the Whigs and the, uh, I don't know, Jacobians. <laughs> I'm just making some sort of European reference there. That's Whigs and Jacobians. That's uh boy. That's, that's the most offensive thing you've said this entire podcast. Know, boy, you, you're ripping that wound wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Jesse goes into Boss Hogg's office and under the guise of making peace on their hour of death with a special secret Ridge Runner handshake. Right. With a tucked ring finger, Uncle Jesse communicates the yeah. idea. He gives him the tickler. He does. He gives him <laughs> shocker. He gives him the handshake shocker. And then, uh, and what I like about this is too, like hog instant. He's not, he, he's, uh, he's not stupid in this moment. He like instantly kind of gets that uncle Jesse's trying and he understands he's talking about the tunnel and he is on board with the plan. And it's just the- two, three old men shaking, shaking hands with their super secret Ridge runner moonshine handshake. I loved it. It's great. The, the balladeer steps in at this moment and he's like well yes. uncle, uncle jesse he put two fingers in what he i thought uncle jesse was doing like a fingers crossed i don't actually mean what i'm about to say thing oh but uh, i thought it was just however many fingers no. he dropped means something different to their you're right ridge runner society yeah, no, you're right i was just i was just confused <laughs> <laughs> i was just plain well, wrong like, I do like the boss hog gets like the shrewd look on his face and like this knowing look and mm-hmm. you know uh he's been activated. Yes. <laughs> so I guess it's the super secret. We're all in this together. We've been kidnapped for three hours, by the way, but I think we know we should team up. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jake. 
Yeah, for some reason, the, the fear of their mortality is really set in. Like, it's simultaneously mm. both rooms realize, oh my god, we're not making it out of here alive. Yeah, these, Again, I don't know why they thought this inc- on this show, but... <laughs> this incompetent British man with a, a caliber smaller than twenty two pistol that has two shots is going to execute us all. Yeah. Especially all, since all it seemed like he had, like, us. I... I don't. The other thing is, I thought Thackeray was establishing Boss Hog as a patsy. I didn't think he was going to murder all these people. I thought he was like setting Boss Hog up and Roscoe no, as like patsies. And there's no way he was going to kill them all. Yeah, I don't no, think this so was either. not going to end with a gangland execution, right? <laughs> I didn't think so. I didn't think I got that, but like you know, everyone's preoccupied by it. So, yeah, well, you know. It's like one of the, you ever go through a disaster that's not actually that big of a disaster, but everyone treats it like it, like it, like every now and then in Washington, we get a big earthquake and everyone's like, oh, gotta call mom, you know, it's like, okay, like the barbecue grill, like the brick grill broke. Okay, you're talking, you're using in scare quotes, big earthquake, because I'm like, like, what are we talking, 7.0 and the rig, that's like, I could see being scared about (laughs) Well, no, it's scary in the moment, but no one yeah. you know is going to be hurt, but it's still, like, it's all the talk. It's like everyone, sure, like, sure. you reach yeah. out to people. You're like, I need yeah. to call my landlord's uh, neighbor. Make it's sure something you're living okay. through. It's, yeah. a, it's something you're living through, but, like, was not ultimately in the kind of, harmless. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to remember where you were when you felt the <laughs> yeah, tremor exactly. of 2017, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, so we get another tussle. A lot of tussles. Again... I feel like the script was probably written with three car chases and the showrunner was like, we need to try change some of these. That would be funny if the writer's room literally had a deck of cards that say like Donnie Brook, tussle, (laughs) car chase, (laughs) jump, jump over dry riverbed, jump over a pond, jump like, Uh and it's just like, they just like, they just randomize it and deal it. Daisy Mm -hmm. Duke in a bikini. Oh yeah. Uh, That's, that's any like heart. Any heart card that gets drawn is Daisy Duke and a bikini. Right, right. Kings right. are kings are a a, a jump. <laughs> Queens Luke and Jacks with bow are a tussle. And Bo using his dukes, it's gonna be yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um Daisy Duke cut, kicks off this tussle with the, <laughs> the a powerful um what do you call that? Speedwell uh <laughs> Mixed drink. Yeah, like the soda sprayer. Soda gun attack that is apparently super effective against this guy with a, uh, a 38 special. He's not expecting a soda water to the face. Yeah. And then he takes a right hook from uh, Cletus, Enos, and or Cooter. I refuse at this point. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm not going to learn that guy's name. <laughs> I only have so many brain cells left. <laughs> And, this is uh, pretty the, vicious fight. Jesse or uh, Daisy's busting pitchers, th- glass yeah, pitchers she, over dudes' heads. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Jesse's breaking chairs over dudes' backs. Boom! Mm-hmm. There goes the guy down. And it all gets settled down by the British man with a gun yet again. But Luke and Bo have escaped into the supply closet. Yeah, like they, they, we keep on talking oh, about this guy. Oh, they go on the roof. Never mind. I thought this, this was guy, supply closet. No, this is the thing is like, yeah, you think that, but they're they're actually trying to bait being thrown into supply closet instead of sneaking <laughs> oh, there where they'd be found out instantly. <laughs> I just saw like I don't know whether there's the wavy filter you got on the, the television or what, but like when I every time I see Thackeray now, I see Mr. Rogers 
like having a falling down moment. Oh no! Because he does, he's got that kind of just kind of like gentle old man look of Fred Rogers, but he's also got a gun <laughs> held to Daisy Duke. Oh, you mean like look uh, at him? Like Mister Rogers took an evil turn. Yeah, I yeah, you like meant he, like, someone like a slip yeah. in the tub. <laughs> yeah, someone cut PBS funding one time too many, <laughs> and he is not. He's he's uh, taken to the Sesame Streets. I, uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Oscar, you gotta teach me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Can you tell me how to get an unregistered, unlicensed weapon here on Sesame Street? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me Oscar's how like... to get a 3D printed ghost gun? <laughs> <laughs> What do I look like, Oscar the Fed? Get out of here, Rogers. You telling me you're breaking bad now? I don't buy it. What do you go think sell I'm... it down. Go sell it to the garbage can down the street. Think I'm Glowy the Grouch? <laughs> <laughs> Does uh, anyone so... think this is funny but us? Like, I swear no. to God, like, we're like three levels of meta jokes now, okay? Well, you know... Ultimately, this podcast is a big ruse for us to hang out for two hours true. a week and just shoot the shit. <laughs> true, true. Jokes on you, listener. Uh, so that so the roof escape was uh was a ploy. Mm hmm. To get locked in the supply closet because now Boss Hog. All right, it's starting to click with me now on the second go through because Boss Hog. I guess kind of instinctively knew his part in this plan because he's the enemy of Uncle Jesse when he comes in. And <laughs> Jesus, these winks and eye rolls that they're giving uh -huh. each other. <laughs> and I like Daisy has a reaction of like, oh my God. Like, you know, she's like rolling her eyes at the fact that they're being so fucking oblivious, uh, obvious about everything. Yeah. So, because Boss Hog is theoretically not friends with Uncle Jesse, because apparently Mr. Military Operation researched enough to know that Boss Hog and Uncle Jesse were enemies, but didn't know that really they're frenemies. Mm, um, they go way back. That's they like a cool together. Yeah, that's a second tier of knowledge. Um, also, it did look like they had a mason jar full of dank nugs in there real quick. Gonna go back on that. Hello. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> but, uh... So... I just green beans. <laughs> no, I say... Oh, the one in the foreground. Okay. Yeah. A lot of shake, it looks like to me. I don't know. We'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break. You've been listening to quite a few Bald Move podcasts now, but you're not in the club? Whoo boy, you are missing out. Not only are all of our premium club podcast feeds completely ad-free, but we have lots of other great content exclusively for people in the club. There's a weekly lunch with Jim and Aaron where we chat with fans about anything and everything from TV and films, food, fun, life advice, and more. But there's also Off the Clock, our premium podcast where we talk about all the shows we don't have time for on our public feeds. Plus, you get access to our full, spoiler-filled, first-run movie reviews of our newly released films. 
Don't forget Instant Take and Talk Podcast, where we give our hot takes and discuss television shows with our fans live and immediately after the episode airs. With mega shows like House of the Dragon coming this summer, we're going to have lots to talk about. Not to mention access to our fun and friendly community of club members with exclusive Discord channels and a dedicated forum. It's one of the best places on the internet to hang out and chat about pop culture. Bottom line, you're helping two regular type guys in the Midwest make the content you like to listen to, which some would say is rewarding to itself. Help keep the lights on and the bits flowing at Bald Move. And get some awesome content for yourself. Head to support.baldmove.com to join the club today. Commission podcasts are an awesome feature here at Bald Move that allows you, the individual listener, to decide what we talk about for a single podcast. The community loves it because it often leads to fun fan-favorite films and TV shows that we've overlooked getting the coverage they deserve. And we love it because we're constantly exposed to great stuff that's not even on our radar. The way it works is simple. You go to support.baldmove.com and you click on commissions. Then you pay the flat rate for the commission and tell us what two-ish hours of content you'd like us to make podcast on. Then we'll contact you for details, advanced feedback, and any dedications you'd like to make. Then we watch the thing, discuss the thing, turn it into a podcast, and pump it right into your ears. We get consistently great feedback on how much our commissioners love their podcast, and they make great gifts for the dedicated Bald Move fan in your life. And who knows, that dedicated fan could even be you. Treat yourself. Check out support.baldmove.com for more info. We try to make it super easy to support making podcasts at Bald Move. Just join the club. But some people aren't a joining type, or maybe they're already in the club but want to add a little bit of gratuity for an especially great season of coverage, or for a podcast that really spoke to them or gave them that bit of support in a tough time. For these, and for whatever other reason you might have, our tip jar is always open. Head over to support.baldmove.com and click the donate option to say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it. Once again, check out support.baldmove.com for all the great ways to help me and Jim keep making the podcast you love. And now we're back with more. Why is Mr. Feeney a car? Yes, so so now their plan has come together to get the Duke boys locked in the supply closet where uh, the old-timey southbound Underground Railroad um, departure platform exists. All right, I'm on board now. I get it. I get it. I think the problem was I didn't get the nuances of how great this episode was on the first watch. See, there you go. Now yeah. you're warming up. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah. I, I do like, yeah, Boss Hog coming out of there being like, these Duke boys are so dangerous, they're going to get us all killed. And mm. Uncle Jesse jumping up and being like, I concur. And because, not because I want them locked up, but because I love them and I want them to live, you know. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. Does he say that every fucking episode? Because he said words that I exactly two for two. the pilot. Yeah. It's two yeah. for two at this point. What oh, are that... the odds? What are the odds, right? He also said that Daisy Duke was the only possible chance of carrying on the seed. He said that again, too. He said that Jess, you know, like he, he's like, I just want you to know, even in this, in the guy, in the, in the fiction of the ruse, that <laughs> Daisy's the hope of the family. <laughs> 
<laughs> but other than that, I also don't want to see you two die, die too. Like, you just want to make sure. Yeah. I want to make sure no one, no one get it twisted. You probably should not have said in the fiction of the ruse, mid-ruse, but, you know, he got a little meta. <laughs> All right, so at this point, um, Sheriff Roscoe B. Rooster Feathers, I don't know why that's what I think his name is, but it's... It's close. It's stuck Roscoe there. Roscoe Pico. It's not less ridiculous than his actual name. <laughs> he He's driving around with a bullhorn. Blowhorn? Bullhorn? Anyway, saying like, this is your last chance. You got to go. We're about to do the bug spray. It's going to kill you. You got to leave town. And as we know, uh, in the deep south, they take public health emergencies to say, super seriously. Who knew 100% of Hazard County sheeple? 100% sheeple population in Hazard County. This episode of Dukes of Hazard is probably part of the reason why Florida <laughs> <laughs> stayed open the entire time. It's true, true. That's one of them Thackeray situations. I know it. <laughs> I know it. That's a tape of Ron DeSantis it's saying a- he's closing down the beaches. <laughs> Season 4, episode 23. Look it up, sheeple. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Panhandle ain't going to get done, fact. The scripts of Dukes of Hazard was actually entered back in 1989 into official Georgia law. They're actually vol- there. You can cite them as precedent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's That's called, why gambling's it, legal, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Slot machines. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you want. Yep. <laughs> yep. You can to this day. You can this day rob a armored car as long as you're only armed with a cassette tape. That is not even a felony. Yeah, you can you if you cross state lines, you can still get arrested or county mm-hmm. lines. But if you jump it, technically True. you're you didn't in, cross. You didn't cross. You jumped it. If your tires don't touch county line, right? And then, then the new the new county you've entered, they yeah. nothing they can do. Nothing they yeah. can do. Yep. And also, all um, county lines are dried out creek beds. <laughs> <laughs> why, else did you, why else did you bother to start a new county if there wasn't some kind of you know yeah like five people live here man you don't need to subdivide it but there's a creek in a way so yeah, yeah. That was, i was gonna make the joke about hazard square being deserted it's not that there's sheeple it's just like on a busy day three people are in the town of the, the town square well, so the, the vehicular homicide rate is forty thousand percent. No one Ballard here is engaging in, in Duke Boy's uh, apologetics, but the, the 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 hazard of Hazard County level is red today. There's yeah. already been multiple General Lee sightings. People have run it for the they ran for their lives. It's uh it's baseball's plaid level extreme at this point. Right, right. Um do you think Duke's you- Con level five? We are we are about to launch the pickled pig's feet. Oh my god. Do you think uh do you think if I went to Scotland and asked for a kilt but my tartan was the Confederate flag if I would get immediately deported? <laughs> or would yeah. they wait like twenty four hours? No, you get super deported. You get super deported. Alright, I've officially you'd lost be brought, track you'd of be brought, you'd be brought up at the Hague at the inter- <laughs> the EU court. And deservedly so. <laughs> I would say. Uh, so we get a nice little scene inside the catacombs beneath 
the boar's nest, which again is like a single wide trailer <laughs> above ground, mm-hmm. below mm-hmm. ground. I mean, there's a whole freaking coal mine. Yeah, here. apparently they they dusted off a bonanza mines mining set uh, <laughs> that they had to kick around because there's no fucking way they built this thing for the Dukes. Uh-uh. No bonanza, not in season think- four. No, does that hold up? Do you think? <laughs> Probably not. But there's a little hitch in the giddy up, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but like it got walled off or something. They they encounter a wall, like a yeah. Cinder Boss block Hog wall. forgot that he cement blocked up the tunnel, so the right. Duke boys are right below mm. where all the henchmen are, and they've got two pickaxes and six inches of cinder block to get through. Oh my God, what are they gonna do? Right, and they're making such a ruckus that uh, upstairs because. Uh, that figured out what the problem's gonna be. They're gonna have a real. What would would this be called a hoedown? Oh yeah. Uh, so they're dancing up a storm and making a bunch of noise to cover up the sound of the Duke boys destroying the um. Uh, the cinder. The likely load bearing wall that's gonna keep the <laughs> boar's nest from collapsing. <laughs> the next next episode is the finale. Maybe the boar's nest just collapses into uh, yeah. the ground. Yeah, well, they're, they're taking out the load-bearing wall beneath us, so let's do a lot of extra dancing right uh, directly above us. Let's get the biggest Let's get the biggest man in the county dancing. <laughs> yeah. the gym. I, I will say this about the boss hog. He fucking commits. Like, he is taking Daisy well, Dukes would, for yeah. a spin. I mean, yeah. There was, he's there... kicking up his heels. He's he's you know doing the 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 windy, yeah, the Lindy, the windy Lindy. Look at that. And... Uncle Jesse's ticker couldn't have taken that for more than thirty seconds. Those Duke boys have taken years off his heart. Uh, I think the actors are actually having a good time. We get a little goof here in the back here, and again, you got to watch this stuff on stream. But watch the uh, the bad guy in the yes, back. Yes, he just broke. He, <laughs> he just totally broke. broke. He was laughing. It's like, oh shit! All right, I gotta. <laughs> I'm supposed to be serious here. Cooter, Cooter, legendary on set for <laughs> yeah. his constant um, improvisations. Busting him up, man! Busting yeah. him up. Oh yeah, like Robin Williams <laughs> in his prime. Not like that. I think that actually Cooter was played. Oh, by did Robin we talk Robin. about the the piece de resistance of Thackeray's plan? That he has coordinated to where the 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 armored truck is driven by new drivers, and he has dressed up like Boss Hog. He's donned the ice cream suit. <laughs> That's why and his he's chief doing henchman it. is dressed up as Roscoe Rooster Tail. They don't look and, anything like. <laughs> but like they're new guys. How? Why? Okay. You know, hey, you're you're, you're dropping two thousand dollars off to this funny weirdo in ice cream suit and his his lack, you it's know, like, lip spittle like- sheriff. It's a county of 40 people, but yes. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, you know, maybe be on your guard because they're kind of borderline criminal and you have $14 million in the hold, so. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, again, also, if I'm in charge of the armored car company, not putting new guys on the $14 million haul. I gotta have some True. experience. True. But again, if oh. I would... Mm, cut. Can we talk about the slow ass progress the Duke boys are making on this wall? 
I mean, like, this is some wall. sad country boy work. At, put your fucking backs into it, gentlemen. They're not the Kool-Aid man, Aaron. <laughs> but they got like, like, look at just I'm just saying, like, look at the swings they're taking. Like, maybe it's like, look at that. Maybe, maybe it's they don't have the room in the set. Maybe it's a set problem. But like, right. I see these guys throw punches. Oh, yeah, I just want right. to see someone take a non-checked yeah. swing at this wall. Yeah, that's true. It reminds that's me just, what. Just, <laughs> One time, uh, also was, rewind it to the beginning. I want you to see, like, pay attention to where these pickaxe damages. It's all over the fucking oh, yeah. wall. It's not in any kind of like concentrated area. Listen, they're not freaking demo guys. They're borderline unemployed. Uh, true, true. They've been uh, on probation since they were fourteen years old. They haven't been allowed to hold a job. Yeah, all yeah. they know how to do is is uh, make time with girls on the boar's nest and uh-huh. drive to General Lee. Do no harm. Yeah, they would make excellent like um couriers or something. Mm. <laughs> like they should they should they should Pizza work for de- delivery Amazon. Man. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but they haven't God, do you think there'll be do you think there'll be like Dukes of Hazard style stories about the suburban drivers of Amazon? You know? Yeah. Like they taken they taken the blue bombers out and they gotta del- I got I got seventeen packages to deliver. Over a thirty-five mile area in ninety minutes. Fuck you, Bezos, and they just didn't um, hit a meth pipe and get to work. <laughs> oh my, yeah, they're running a different kind of shine. Um, didn't <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt make a movie where he was a like a messenger, like yeah, a bike like messenger. ride or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no the, way that movie know, was did, any good. What he had to do? He had Corey like. 17 pounds of heroin up his ass or something. It's, it's something like that, right? He had, he's carrying a murder weapon or a, some, yeah, because it's, he got, he got mixed up in the wrong people. Believe it or not, I did not watch that one. He wasn't delivering Ty. Let me put it that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the ruse is discovered and goon number one, um, is actually the same one that broke earlier, I think. <laughs> had a good old chuckle. He comes down into the mines, but now you're on our territory. And uh, his expert marksmanship is demonstrated where he shoots a barrel <laughs> instead of uh, one of the guys about five feet away. <laughs> and um, upstairs, goon number two is subdued, and downstairs, goon number one is subdued with a, a leaping Luke off of the top rope. Kind of a diving attack and a couple of haymakers. That's that's a patented Duke boys move just to just throw yourself bodily chest first at the enemy. And they just don't even want to do yeah. don't even know what to do. You're leading with their center of mass. What are you going <laughs> to what are you going to do? What could you possibly do? Yeah. Yeah. My dad always said aim small, miss small. But if they make that, if they, you know, if they right. take out the chest from the equation, because all you can see is shoulder. Right. Everything's yeah, small. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, anywho, it kind of reminds me of those YouTube videos where a guy's like, no, etiquette for anything less than 40 feet, my katana, your gun is useless. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Uh. Uh, So, at this point, uh, the Duke clan squarely has... They've liberated the boar's nest. Move over Eagle's Nest. Move over Easy Company. (laughs) The Duke Company (laughs) has liberated the boar's nest. And uh, even 
Oh, right. And uh, Boss Hog and Sheriff Roscoe are handcuffed together for some reason. I can't remember why. Because they didn't want them. They didn't want them spoiling, you know, being seen out, you know, when they're being impersonated. That was the stated reason. Okay. Um, I don't you know, know why they. I don't know why they uh, handcuffed Cooter and Cletus together. Because it's funny. Cooter and Cletus handcuffed together. I gotta say, Coot, like Luke and Bo, they look like mm. uh, they look like actors. They're like handsome mm. Hollywood people. Daisy Duke, sure. hot, obviously. Jesse's got that look of like a harmless old guy. He's a prospector. Cooter honestly kind of looks like a scary redneck to me. He looks like a legitimate redneck. Yeah, he looks like he he might on the weekends run a tilt-a-whirl at the local carnival. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely yeah. the most convincing of the cast. Uh-huh. And he, in, in this scene, he's pretty muscular. He's got some freaking pythons was, on him. He, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. He's yeah, the one Cooter, that insisted bet- on cutting off the sleeves. <laughs> You get a couple of boars, boars uh, nest boar specials Bruce. in him, and he's a he's a he's a handful, man. This cooter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anywho, so it's car chase time. Oh, so yeah, the the reason Bo- Boss Hog and uh, Roscoe get in that police car to get in hot pursuit because they're hoping there's a reward. They're gonna let the Duke boys do all the work, and they're gonna show up and try to horn in on a reward. That's their involvement in this chase. What? Why? Why would they think there's a reward? Because they're saving the fourteen million or ten million dollar armored car for the feds. This is an act. Oh, like they'll be rewarded by the federal government. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or I think the armored car company is who <laughs> actually rewards the Duke boys at the end of this. But okay, because I'm just thinking, like, if I see a high speed chase and I decide to involve myself, like I'm and. No matter how I end it, I'm not getting a reward. I'm getting arrested, too. <laughs> like, right. This is an right. active police situation. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> we're tearing ass down some back roads. That's all that's, that really matters here. We get that's- a full-on big general lead jump complete with honking complete with the oh. dixieland honking that's uh-huh. like the apex that's the apex uh, dukes of hazard jump right right there yeah it's a good jump God, just, i'm not going to lie it's a, it's a good a, jump it's a good jump and you know a car was destroyed in the process of that yep they definitely cut the so you can't see the front end of that thing fold like a cheap suit <laughs> yeah i do like they must have like I would like to. I would like to do a. Do- Bear with me, real quick, on this thought I just uh-huh. had. A documentary right. on mm. the ramp mathematicians of the eighties. Mm. Who were these people? Like, obviously, Evil Knievel had his own ramp guy. Someone was crunching the numbers on these ramps, and some of these guys, their numbers were better than other guys, right? Whoever oh, yeah. did the ramp math on that ramp nailed it because. It just it it cut off just the front of the General Lee, so you could still see the rear wheels land, but you couldn't see the compression and right, the, and the see engine the transmission ten completely feet in burying the sky. itself into the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone did some great ramp math there, and, and you and know the, what's amazing about that? That was largely through <laughs> computer. They're doing that with the slide rule. 
Marvel's <laughs> just said hidden figures too. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. The ramp mathematicians of the or I like to call them mathematicians because of the, the on screen magic they did. Of the, the Hollywood 80s. magic they All were right. giving to us on a small screen back in the eighties. We're so lucky. Anyone in in um in Hollywood, listen, I'm available. Mm. And you know How's your slide rule? My, well, I'm not gonna do the math. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Look at this Thackeray guy. So he's yes. impersonating Boss Hog, and he's got the ice cream suit. He's got the hat. He's got the chain, the pocket watch. He's even doing the cigar. Uh huh. He's having a good. And old I love pack. how the guy playing Roscoe is doing the Roscoe pose with his 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 fists at his belt, his thumbs hooked into his belt buckle. Like why why are they going to this to this trouble to pantomime these guys? They're it's brand a- new. They're brand new drivers. Yeah, which sort of implies that, like, the armored truck company was like, all right, here's a description of who you can expect to meet, Boss Hog. And, of course, when you think Boss Hog, the first thing you think of is skinny guy. Right. (laughs) In a white suit. (laughs) I I feel like probably the first thing that they would say is, like, yeah, he's morbidly obese. He's probably eating chocolate truffles right now. <laughs> He's uh check his so pockets like, for pork rinds. If there's no pork rinds, it's not him. I think you've cracked an 80s action code though. Uh military precision uh-huh. equals elaborate costume operations. That's the mm, A-team, A-team pinnacle yeah. of their military craft. Yeah, yeah. It's the pinnacle of this guy's military precision. Uh-huh. He's just gonna dress like some dude. Uh-huh. Like that's that's what it was, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Julius Caesar. Take a seat. Move over, Sun Sun Tzu. This gonna, is you just just dress up like the other dude. There's no defense. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's how um, like the Iran Contra uh scandal was solved or whatever. Was it just Reagan told him just dress up? like some mm-hmm. revolutionary guard and walk in and throw some haymakers and rescue right. the hostages. How hard can it yeah. be? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Wheeling if anyone Jesse with a size 12s to get a stomp on somebody's foot. Uh huh. If any president would have tried the Hollywood approach, it would have been Ronald Reagan, right? True. He had those guys. He had those math. He had those math. Math magicians on speed dial. <laughs> Listen, we 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 can get a Pershing tank. Uh, we can clear forty feet if we get it going fast enough, right? Here's what we do: we get a couple of these new Abrams, we get them up on one track, we ski them in, we ski them in. Get my ramp guy on the phone, Aunt Mother. <laughs> I've seen Indiana Jones. They got that crazy city that's carved out of out of stone. <laughs> that's in Iran, right? Anyway, a little bit of Petra humor. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, I made a good joke when I have to explain it. Let's move on. We got the ice cream truck going. Now we got armored the, ice cream truck. The yeah. bad guys are in the ice cream truck. It would be funny if it was as it was going off. The Duke boys hit there, and it responds with like the uh, 
the, the ice cream truck music, which I forget. Oh, like now. Pop Goes the Weasel? Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like, so they're, the, the Duke boys are chasing the ice cream, the armored ice cream truck, and Thackeray is leaning out the passenger side and he's shooting. Mm. And like he they pull back behind it, they take like a they take like three shots and they they go back behind and Luke's like, oh my god, that was close. And Bo's like, well, he can't have that many more bullets. And he goes back and he expo it's his cousin he's exposing the fire in the <laughs> passenger seat. And he baits out three more and then they come yeah. back and he's like, Well, that's the last of his bullets. Now the odds are even. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. That was, then, that was the original divide between Uncle Jesse and JD as Uncle Jesse did that maneuver. It was like, <laughs> they became enemies after that That's part. true. You can't <laughs> fucking do that to me, Bob. Yeah, uh, whoa, whoa. Maybe if we're the cousins. Happens, the thing that happens next, I, was, I couldn't believe. I'm like, how is this going to help? Luke's like, pull me up by the side. Right. And he strips down to his waist. It was totally necessary. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm like, how is this going to like, is this to get tricked? And then he does, this is a very nifty stunt. A dude gets out on a general E kind of mm. surfs. It's like at, at speed at going 20, 30 miles an hour down a dirt road, uh, gets out on this hood and he jumps and j- grabs onto the corner of the ice cream truck. <laughs> right. And like, did you see the guy? He, I, I don't know where they act like that or what, but it looked like he lost his footing for a minute. I don't know. It just it seems insanely dangerous. No, it does so, seem like a stunt gone wrong that they're like, perfect. Keep it in. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's even that, that, that makes us harder, you know, and we almost die and you actually get it on screen. Speaking um, of harder, he has a pretty good body. I'm not going to lie. Well, I mean, clearly this is che- this is a lot of cheesecake, right? Or beefcake. Uh, oh, Look at you, those you bullet think holes. How did Cousin Luke live through that? He, Is he a ghost? He saw all the Duke boys have been dead for two hundred. They died in the Battle of uh, Gettysburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they came, they bought it in Tatum, and uh, they've just been haunting the General Lee ever since. Oh my God! Yeah, I don't see. This is like some jewels uh, from Pulp Fiction shit. Yeah, I. It's a pretty convincing uh, stunt double, too, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think the wig does a lot. But yeah, so he jumps on uh, the roof of this uh, armored ice cream truck. He crawls forward, uh, Uh resisting all efforts to shake him off, and drapes his flannel shirt. Which I don't think... I don't think I think I could drive through that. Like <laughs> it looks like he's it looks like he looks like he's a determined homeless man trying to clean the window <laughs> on the wide shot. Like he's going to get that fiver, man. He's gonna get it. He, he does not give a shit. He's going to get that fiver from you. Is that a thing that uh, actually happens? That's certainly never happened to me. Oh, I've had really? Yeah. I've had I've had it happen a time or two. Huh. Attempted. Uh, see, I feel like that was the thing back in the nineties. They don't do right. it much anymore. Now these people just they stand on corners. Um, <laughs> wow, homeless guys these days. They don't even give. They don't even put in the effort. They try to wash your window. It's like it holds cardboard and <laughs> yeah, <wow>. homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Like the system. All right, like two modern day Robin Hoods. Don't just stand on the corner. Right, Robin uh, armored it, truck. Homeless people. <laughs> you can right. make it. You can make Pull it work. Pull yourself up by the ice cream straps. Uh, Shirtless Luke lands, like, comes off the top ropes Uh of this ice cream truck and just plow. 
I love this bit. He plow and he 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 completely demolishes Thackeray with this opening people's elbow. Yeah. And Thackeray doesn't want anymore. He's like cringing and help and like you can see him come back for a old good old Duke boy haymaker and he sees it's just an old man cringing. <laughs> yeah. And he pulls up short. <laughs> yeah, he's so he pulls hurt out like what's right, right? He's like, ah, ah, ah you're too old. That'd yeah. be a hate crime. Be, <laughs> be, 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 elderly be, abuse. <laughs> elder abuse. I, I don't want that. Excel. I don't want that aggravator on my on my charge sheet. I'm already on probation as it is. Right. It's season four, of the Duke Boys. I got I got federal charges a mile long. God, don't even get me started on state and local. Yeah. Um. And it is. It's established earlier that uh, Bo, who is not the one that looks like Luke Skywalker, Bo. Is the worst fighter, um, Bo? And, yes, yeah, yes. And, but he he redeems himself in this. He he lands a good. He takes a punch to the face, and again, it's very um, Duke Wayne. That's John Wayne, the Duke. Um, <laughs> like we're gonna take turns punching each other in the face, and that's how we will yeah. resolve this fight. <laughs> yeah, like it's like er, it's like early eighties Rocky boxing. Just 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 trading haymakers to the face. But I, I like the, even the balladeer because that's the thing is like. Bo is kind of the fuck up, you know. Luke is the serious one, and Bo is kind of the one that always can't. Because they had this—they're both fuck ups. <laughs> but Bo is the one that people in their cis family system says is the fuck up. Okay, right? all right. Um, I think he might have one or two things. Like maybe he's the better shot of the Bo. Maybe he's the better driver. But he's like, better, he's definitely the bigger. Dumbass. He is. He's the driver. Uh, the General Lee is his car, I think. And I, is I did. It? I think so. Well, I was re-listening to the um, the pilot episode. I forgot to mention this. Daisy Duke has the best car out of all of them. Her car oh, is the f- yeah, the Jeep Wrangler. No, she's got like a uh, like a yellow car. I don't know. Oh, because she de- she ends up getting a Jeep Wrangler, a mm-hmm. white Jeep Wrangler with a big old Daisy, an actual Daisy on the trunk. Oh, really? Or, uh, the the uh, hood. In the in the pilot, she has some sort of a yellow muscle car that looks really good. Interesting. Anyway, I think it. I think it's the cool. I think it's way cooler than the generally. Maybe am I wrong? Because yeah, I just looked up Daisy Duke's car and it's it's all this uh, Plymouth Roadrunner. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. You're thinking of Didn't the Barbie van. <laughs> Daisy Duke. Oh no! Okay, so she eventually does get a jeep, but it's it's not a daisy. It's a it's a it's a double. It's an eagle motif. Oh, well, uh, both cool, I guess. I'm not a jeep person. Well, that's not true. I like riding in a jeep, but I would never want to own a jeep. But when yeah. someone with a jeep gives me a ride, I'm like hell yeah! It's in the summertime, you know, dude. I yeah. If I if I had a third car, <laughs> have, yeah, that's the, you get a jeep. But like, yeah, it's it's tough as a daily driver. I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so we're wrapping up here. Basically, all of our uh, loose ends have been tied up, and um, the whoops, I turned audio on there for a second. The uh, the the British man is going to jail, and he is humiliated by the fact that it's not the FBI, not the CIA, not even the state police, not even the Stasi, but it's uh, these country bumpkins Interpol. that's taking him down. Yeah. Not even Interpol. Not even the cake. Anyway, uh, there is a little moment here where the sheriff opens the cell door, knocks himself in the face, and then the back of his skull <laughs> knocks the guy behind him in the face. This is yep. pure Three Stooges, Stooges. 
It's three stoogery, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you get you get the you get the Roscoe of it all to to really set it off. All right, be honest with me on a scale of one to ten. How how blaze were you when you watched this? I mean, I'm I I I I, I broke no laws in Hazard County. Uh, I don't know if I can trust <laughs> your judgment. <laughs> You so I so this is honestly, dude. This genuinely blows my mind. You did not like this episode, but you liked the pilot episode because, like, I yeah. had a fucking blast. I honestly did. I had a fucking blast. I was laughing. I was rolling. I was admiring the <sighs> stoogery because I think that is it. That's a that's a talent. Like, and the fact that like they were so confident in the just inherent entertainingness of these guys' hijinks that they would like flip the keys of the episode for him for like five, 10 minutes at a time. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Unironically liked this episode, the Dukes. I think for me, it was like, um, I enjoyed the pilot episode. I liked the setup. I like, you know, the origin story is always the best. And, and then and I was excited. Like, where do we go from here? What's the best episode? I, I kind of expected a little bit more. And, yeah, uh, the best episode of it is kind of that's kind of interesting because this, is, this felt like a regular ass episode. Even the teaming up of Boss Hog and Jesse was a little oversold. Right. Yeah. They had a secret handshake, y'all. That's yeah. it. And on a I don't know. This is very hotel to me, by which I mean like hotel viewing, right? You're 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 in another town, you got nothing to do. You throw on the TV, this is on, okay, I'll watch it, you know? The same way it's like the hotel, uh, the breakfast buffet. It's like, okay, I'll go down there. None of this food is good, but I'm here, so I'll eat it, you know? this mm. To me, this episode just kind of existed. It was a thing. <laughs> was it good? No. Was it bad? No. It was just kind of in the middle. It was silly. It was very silly. And I feel like with all the potential of the setup that we had of, like, the Duke boys ain't doing no wrong, their modern-day Robin Hoods, there was no mm -hmm. Robin Hoodery here. There was protecting property <laughs> on, behalf of yeah. the, uh, on behalf of the property owner for no reason. There's arresting the British man, which I can get behind. Listen, if it were sure. for spoiling the British man, this would be an F episode for me. Oh. It goes well, a long way for me. Not only is there no improvement, there's actually <laughs> degradation. Yeah, there's this, Duke's degradation. Yeah. I liked uh, if the pilot was a if the pilot was a seven, this is a five, in my opinion. Wow, wow. Well, uh, I'm being honest. If, what can I say? If the if the pilot was a nine, <laughs> oh, wow. I'd argue it is You're in terms that of a nine. what was trying. Yeah, All in right, terms of what like. We need to calibrate your scale a little bit. What? All right, Breaking Bad. Well, see, Night Rider's pilot sucks, but Night Rider the show is excellent. So, like, I thought this. That's I thought, that, yeah, that's true. like it's it's exactly what it wanted to be. It was so fully formed right out of the gate in a way that almost no other than none of these other pilots ever was. And then this episode is like I don't know, probably like an eight, like and yeah, like that, a seven point five eight. That's why I mean, you warned me. You're like, we watched the pilot. You're like Jay. It is every now. Dukes episode. Mm -hmm. You've seen yeah. every Dukes of Hazard episode. Yeah. And so, yeah, exactly. It is. It's. It's a Dukes, Dukes of Hazard episode. Um. Was it as dog shit as Greatest American Hero? No. <laughs> <laughs>
No. See, there, observe, he is actually trying to set his, the biggest delta in the favor of most improved for American Hero. Hey, He's now. trying to Fs for the Dukes of Hazard. What? I feel like if, I feel like Daisy got in the red bikini, this would have been a fucking A. No. You know what? I know what no. the people of Hazard no, County know no, it. No, 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 because... Daisy Duke in bikini is less attractive than Daisy Duke in the Daisy Dukes. Mm. More. Uh, hmm. I disagree. More, but... more is more. Honestly, if you gave me an episode where Daisy Duke was covered, like it, it, wearing like a sharp suit, I think that'd probably be the best she ever looked. <laughs> okay. I, I hope she hears this podcast. dude. <laughs> Listen, Daisy, if you're out there, <laughs> Catherine Bach. I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. <laughs> I'm simping for you live on air. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, so uh, Mrs. Bach, if you're out there listening, Feeny at BallMove.com, if you'd like to take on that indecent <laughs> proposal. Uh, everybody else, if you got anything that you'd like to say about the Dukes, about any of the podcasts, about uh, uh, your favorite episode of the Dukes, your least favorite episode of the Dukes, how bad does this thing get? Uh, you know, six. This went for three more seasons. My God. They got remote control cars out. Feeny at baldmove.com is where you want to send that. Guys, we actually have a couple pieces of feedback if you want to indulge oh, in that. Snap. What do you think? Hell yeah. Uh, first one, I do not know what the context was. This from a, um, oh, uh, a greatest American hero, but Gleek, our discussion about Gleeking. Uh, we had oh, a yeah. dispute about what gleeking meant. Nice. We talked about right. okay, okay, great. Yeah, we have, that, a, we have a control good, here. Yeah. We, we have do. a control here. Everybody, shut uh-huh. the fuck up. We got a control here. <laughs> Jim, yeah. Define what gleeking means. So gleeking is when you you get some saliva in your mouth and you press your tongue down in a way that it like sprays out between your teeth. Oh, and you, this is you, a Midwest definition. This I was think from we, 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 we got an Easter Dukes. Rocky, Easter Rocky, Western Rockies type of thing going on. Yeah, here. why? What? What does it mean over there? Gleeking in my neck of the woods is you kind of like unhinge your jaw a little bit, and then like the glands under your tongue, you just like launch spit out. There's no pressure involved. You're just like kind of opening your spit glands and it launches out of your mouth. Like the now, fucking was... fringed lizard in Jurassic Park. It's yes. bizarre. Yeah. You, yeah. Do you actually oh, have these glands? Wow. Are the glands in the I've, room with you right now? I've never been able to intentionally gleek. But every now and then you like yawn and like spit flies out. That's a gleek. But then like in, sure. in like middle school... Some of the guys had like fully weaponized and perfected their gleeking, and uh, mm-hmm. it's terrible. It's a bad thing to do. Don't gleek on people, folks. yeah. You shouldn't Especially, people. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Josh wrote in. Josh wrote in to make it 50 50. He says, From what I understand, the gleek is a mixture of what each of you said in the podcast. It's not just squirting what? spit through your teeth, nor using neck convulsions to propel skit spit. <laughs> it's actually it using the saliva gland under your tongue to create a stream that expels from your mouth. So, like. You somehow contract your tongue muscle to apply pressure to your salivary glands that squeezes yes. out a stream of. I That's mean, you never, I kind of like... need someone to do this. I need I need Adam Savage <laughs> to come back to MythBusters and put someone in the MRI and show me this. Like, what have the you fuck? never like like yawned super hard and like mm-hmm. it spurted out on your monitor no. or whatever? No, no I've, I've never yawned so hard. Yeah. Can you gleek? 
Uh, I used to be able to. I haven't done it since. Well, but you're not. You're not, you're not. But you're not spraying <laughs> salivary glands either. You're not spraying salivary glands. Jay, do you glee? Right, you right, know right. how to squeeze your glands? I cannot do it intentionally. Aha! All right. I want to see. I want to see some gleeking done. It exists. Just... Trust me. I've been. I've been tormented by. And these one of those mythical things gleek. like the clitoris. It's just boys like some subcutaneous thing that doesn't really exist. Uh, gleek? I love that phrase. I love it. They certainly weren't men. That's what I'm getting at here. Fair. Um. Okay, next one, another one about Dukes of Hazard really brought. I got a lot of reaction. People love Duke. You know what's funny is like we're talking about the 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 potentially racial minefield that is Dukes of Hazard. Um, I had several black dudes send me stuff on Twitter where they were posing with the General Lee. Oh, and nice! And like, yeah, two black guys and a, and a Jewish gentleman being like, okay. fucking love Dukes of Hazard because I think back in the day it really wasn't seen like. Yeah, right. the Daughters of Confederacy were so fucking successful that I think most of America, <laughs> including the minorities who were terrorized by it, kind of right. were like, eh, you know, with the General Lee. Um, they were good old boys, never meaning no harm. They did, and they fought on. They fought against the rev, the the, the Confederacy. Yes. They did they ex- all, establish that all covers. But uh, no, I can get it. Like. I'm just saying there's a big difference between a black guy posing in front of the General Lee and someone that looks like me. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a little bit yeah. more problematic if I make that right. my profile. It's a little bit more picture. subversive and cool when the, the black dude's doing it uh, yeah. versus, versus Absolutely. us. Absolutely. The guy uh, with freckles and a red beard. Uh, spoofed, spoof Finger from the Twin Cities, Minnesota, wrote in, says, Hey, Ron, I have to disagree with your idea of using a General Grant as your inspiration for reimagining Ooh. General Lee. You know, we try to fix... Try to fix the problematic aspect of the Dukes of Hazard by retaining the essential fun component of it. He says, I think we should go with the General Sherman. We can get a sick fucking okay. flame paint job down the sides of the car. <laughs> keep the stars uh, and stripes. Yeah. Keep, the, keep the stars and stripes on the roof. Battle him. The Republic is hard to beat. We could also consider marching through Georgia. Not oh, as recognizable, geez. but it does link directly to Georgia. I wonder if a fictional Hazard County is between Atlanta and the sea. You know that's uh, that's a lot more inflammatory uh, to our to our southern southern brethren, but uh, but I mean it's not like Grant was was yeah. uh, gent- gentle, not like like yeah, yeah there's a pretty pretty blood bloodthirsty on both sides, but uh, so, yeah, it turns out a lot of those Civil War generals <laughs> they weren't exactly um, punching yeah. with kid gloves. <laughs> yeah, they were they were stacking bodies for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, General Sherman, that would be a that would be that would be a statement. That'd be a statement, Car. I've also exhausted my knowledge of Civil War generals at this point, so I can't add anything. <laughs> this is true. Um, so yeah, that's uh, we got. If you'd like to send us feedback, you can do so. Feeny at ballmove dot com. Uh, we will consider that uh, in a in in the future weeks ahead. Uh, or it's also Night Rider. Either one works. But someone's uh, oh. somebody I noticed spelled Feeny with a e. Feeny is F E E N Y at ballmove dot com. Uh, it's not F E E N E Y or F E E. There's that's. I guess I should spell that out every time. But F W E N Y at baldmove dot com. Uh, Jay, tell people what you are all about and what you're doing. Yeah, uh, nightly streams, Twitch, Blue underscore J underscore streams, and on YouTube. Please, I want to get to at least to five hundred. Five hundred will be a great milestone for me. I do a lot of T cap commentary. 
to catch a predator. If you like that, you're going to love my stream. If you don't like it, you probably won't like my YouTube channel. But you can find that YouTube slash at blue J. No, it's just at blue underscore J. All those uh, links are also in the show notes. If you'd like to uh, check those as well. All right, check him out. Feeny uh, if you'd like to get feedback. And we will be, be back next week. Oh, I guess this is what we should decide. Uh, mm. So our next line of qu- uh, quality pilot was MacGyver. That was a pretty solid one. We expect it to continue to be solid. What is the IMDb's opinion of the best MacGyver episode, Jay? Clocking it at a 8.5. Episode is called The Widowmaker. Which, that's a great name. Oh, is this one of the MacGyver um, Arch Nemesis episodes? While scaling the cliff face known as the Widowmaker, Mac loses his best friend. Whoa, spoiler. Before he can properly (laughs) grieve, he is forced to run from an old enemy who is now hunting him down. That's Yes. With the help of a colleague, Mac finds his way back to the Widowmaker and fighting for his life on the same ledge that took his best friend. I'm trying to find out what um season and episode. I think it's season three, episode eight. Uh, yep, season three, episode eight, aired November sixteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. So yeah, I, I think I, this is I a was, this. Uh, I think this is this is a good one. This is a this is the, a Garth Knight level episode right. if i recall all right so i think we'll i think we'll we'll have a fun we'll fun time with that i was just over one year old when this aired prime prime vintage for this for this <laughs> episode that's what we're gonna do next week if you want to watch along with us check out macgyver season three episode eight the Widowmaker. uh if you check the previous the the tuesday night stream you'll probably see jay watching it live yeah tuesday 6 p.m pacific We'll we'll see you next week for another Feeny. Until then, I'm Aaron. I'm Jay McCain. And hey, Kit, would you go ahead and uh, hit the ejector seat for us? Wow! Oh! Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the normal life. Just a good old boy They wouldn't change if they could Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood